Jason Pine, Sports Talk host with us now. Hey, Piney. Hey, Heather. Hey, so how, B, how B-side is the B-side of the Springboks going to, to Australia? Well, I've just done a quick count, and there are seven who are not going to play against Australia who are instead coming into New Zealand straight away who were World Cup winners last time around. So that's a decent chunk of a team. Um, and some big players too. Malcolm Marks, one of the best hookers going around. The Locks, uh, Eben Etzebeth, Lou De Jager, Fafta Clerk, um, Damien Dialende. There's some big, big players who are being sent on to not play Australia, but then play New Zealand. Had a look at Jacques Nenebar, the uh, coach's comments. He says, look, our plan was always to select a squad that we think can beat Australia and at the same time select a group of players that could travel to New Zealand to do well over there. So, I don't know. It, if you're Australia, you probably sniff a chance uh, against what is, I guess, it's not necessarily a B side, but it's maybe it's a it's an A- minus side for South <laughs> Africa. B+, plus, B+, plus, Piney. Yeah, maybe B+, plus, maybe B+, plus, maybe not quite A-, minus. B+, plus, let's settle for that. Yeah, because, I mean, if for it to be A-, minus, they'd have to be an A side in the first place, wouldn't they? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, they are, they are defending World Cup champions. Let's not forget that. Yeah, well. So, hey, well, what is the, what, what's the actual benefit, though, in sending these guys directly to NZ? Well, I guess the longer they're here, the, the more likely they are to acclimatise. Let's not forget, you know, they play in Pretoria on Sunday morning at 3 o'clock. So, and then, you know, a week later, less than a week later, Saturday night over here in New Zealand, they they take on the All Blacks at Mount Smart. So yeah. I guess the, the thinking is get them there as early as they can, acclimatise, get over any jet lag. Oh, I see. Okay. So, so, so I got something wrong. So they're not playing in Australia first. They're actually playing in South Africa and then and then in New Zealand. Correct, yes. Yeah, they're playing fair over in South Africa. So that, that kind of makes But having said that, oh, Heather, these players have travelled between South Africa and New Zealand many, 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 many times in their careers in Super Rugby and Test Rugby. They'll have their strategies worked out. So... Yeah, I don't know. It's World Cup year, though, right? Everybody's trying to do things a little bit differently, and this is what South Africa have chosen. You, you know, Piney, tell me what you think, but it, it feels to me like obviously we're about to get the first real taste in a World Cup year of, of, you know, just how good the All Blacks actually are under Fozzie going into this. What is the what is the game that you reckon is going to be the defining game? I mean, I, probably not the RGs, eh, unless we lose. No. I, I, well, yeah, Jeepers, they wouldn't want to lose to Argentina. No. I, I kind of feel like with so few games, they need to hit the ground running straight away. There's only four test matches in the rugby championship, plus that one up in uh, the UK yeah. before they hit to France for the World Cup. So really, look, I mean, you might say in a, in a longer rugby championship, you know, maybe the first game or two doesn't matter. I think they all matter. Yeah, I think the but, but the, the Springboks be... is the real test, eh? Which, because yeah. they, are, they are the real opponents here. And so I guess probably what they're doing is they're trying to come in and ensure the chances that they win and really get into the All Blacks' heads. Yeah, and isn't that funny that the All Blacks are taking the opposite approach? They haven't left anybody, well, they've left a couple at home, uh, Will Jordan, Leicester fighting a local, but they're more injury and, and, and illness related. Yeah. They've taken everybody else to Argentina. So they've all gone over, they're all going to have to come back after Sunday and re-acclimatise back here. So it's a different approach from New Zealand. But yeah, I think you're right. That game at Mount Smart on Saturday week will give us a really good indication as to, as to where the relative you know, strengths of us Against um, against another one of the really big sides in the world is why is Shane Jurgensen stepping down? He's been around for a while, the uh, bowling coach at the Black Caps, ten years uh, with the Black Caps. He's overseen a really good period of success with some of our top seam bowlers, and you know he, he gets the chance to be a head coach, albeit of a domestic team, Wellington, and he doesn't have to travel so much. I mean, we know how long cricketers are away for, and you know want to spend a bit more time with his family. So I think he's done a really good job with New Zealand. Always very accessible, a good bloke. 
who's well liked around the camp. Now a chance to be a head coach and uh, not have to clock up the air miles quite yeah. so much. Good stuff, Piney. Thank you very much. Jason Pine, Sports Talk host. I don't know if you noticed it, but I just gave Shane a little foreign spin there on his name. Shane Jurgensen just became Danish for a minute, I think. Jurgensen. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.